SBS Radio. Clark Webb, this Thursday, April 7, will be remembered as a historical day as you'll be launching the first bilingual school of an Aboriginal language in New South Wales, the Gumbagir Gingana Freedom School. I hope uh, I've pronounced this correctly. Yes, yeah, well done. And you're the principal of this school. Quite a big achievement. Yeah, we're very, uh, very happy that we've been able to open the school this year. Um, see, it's something that's very important for our children, for their, for their development, to have a, uh, a school environment that is, um, celebrates their culture every day and, uh, and, you know, also celebrates language and the teaching of language and culture on a daily basis. So we're very happy to be here. Yeah, Clark, well, we know you as a champion of culture and country. Tell us about the process leading up to the creation of uh, this school and how did this project come about and who are the people behind it? Bulletin Mulan Young and Aboriginal Corporation is the provider of our school, Women's Union and Freedom School. Um, And basically, our programs through our corporation, Feminac, have been in operation since 2010. Um, And pretty early on, we just kind of we understood that for the most part mainstream schooling just doesn't work for our kids. We, we learned pretty early on that we really needed to create our own school that uh, was you know, based around culture and had a strong focus on teaching language. And yeah, so that's why we started to then talk about probably in 2015. Yeah. We started to really talk about creating our own school, which, was a, which would be a bilingual school. And... Um, Seven years later, we've we've opened. So we're very happy about that. Yeah, I got that the school's teachings, uh, the curriculum will have an emphasis on improving outcomes for for local Aboriginal children and especially Gumbai Gir culture. We feel that every key learning area that is um, dictated to us by the Department of Education, we can actually teach through our language and culture, and we can bring meaning to a cultural framework and so basically that's what it's all about so you know we can do math on country we can do math through story and uh, and and using our numbers so we can create Gumbendia, uh, immersive spaces in these subject areas um, obviously geography is a big one because we can we can visit our places our cultural places and our kids will know country uh, science you know the uses of our plants cultural practices and for country and the management of country through fire all of that uh, forms the basis of of the school so there's a really strong on country focus and the cultural values within subjects even english you know when we when we put a cult when we put english through a cultural framework you know so one of the areas that we focus on this term in terms of english is for our children to understand that stories have a beginning a middle and an end yeah. And of course, they learn that through learning our stories, our traditional stories of country. The purpose of our school is to put everything through a cultural framework and, and teach, teach every key learning area in our language where possible. Obviously, at the start, the classes will be limited to only certain age groups, then rolled out progressively across the school. What age groups are you starting up with? At the moment, just operating for early stage one, so it's kindergarten to year two. 
but next year we'll be adding stage two, so we'll also have three and four. So our plan is to grow the stages um, each year, and eventually we'll get to K to twelve. That's the plan for our school. And how many pupils are you starting up with? We have thirteen um, enrolments. Yeah, and what's your target? What are the numbers you're looking at uh, come next year? We, we'd hope, we're hoping to double our enrolments next year to around approximately 30 students next year, we're hoping. In this type of project, pulling the resources is often a big challenge, especially in terms of uh, human resources. Was it easy to get qualified teachers in Gumbangir language? That's part of our challenge. In Gumbangir territory, we don't have an array of Gumbangir speakers. There's only approximately 20 speakers of our language, so, um, and there's only a handful of those 20 who are also fully qualified teachers. So part of our challenge has been to uh, find appropriate classroom teachers yeah. um, and then also have language teachers available. So we've been able to uh, implement a really unique staffing structure, which includes a, a principal, school principal of the school, a classroom teacher, and two language teachers. So... Our staffing structure has been made possible by the Poor Envy Foundation. We've come on board as a key partner. Um, And that staffing structure is a principal classroom teacher and two language teachers. And I believe in a project like this, it's really important to get parents involved. Uh, Was it easy to convince the parents to come on board? So we've actually made that key to enrolling um, children in that their parents also commit to engaging in the school and, and engaging in language learning. Yeah. Uh, and sort of, you know, uh, I'm very, we're very to the parents for backing us on this. Obviously, they've put a lot of faith and a lot of trust in, in us yeah. to educate their children really well. Um, and obviously, um, we're the first of, a, of its kind in, in New South Wales. So something really new for a lot of our parents and we're very... Uh, thankful and humbled that they've they trust us uh, to do the right you know to really educate their children well yeah now Clark Webb before I let you go anything you'd like to add maybe a message to the community I think for us in terms of opening our school you know culture is central when when we as a community and, and when our children really truly know who we are uh, you know we can do well and any any aspect of life that we choose and um, success um, all comes from a strong foundation, you know, and that strong foundation is culture. And that's why we really wanted to get the school going so that our children are proud and knowledgeable of who they are as Aboriginal people. Um, and that gives them the strength to do well in any area that they choose. And, yeah, just I hope... Um, that there's a lot of communities that start to um, think about doing something similar to us. And, yeah, that's the message I can leave, I think. Now, Clark Webb, you've paved the way. I hope others will follow in your footsteps. And thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us about the launch of the first bilingual school of Aboriginal language in New South Wales. Thank you very much. Want to hear more stories like this? Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from.